Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. My name is Raik Vinikak and this show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, Leaders in Business. Well, we're seeing a, a pretty impressive jump in markets all around the world and uh, it pretty much follows a pretty dismal month amongst most emerging markets. Uh, it's also the last trading day of the year and uh, hopefully that doesn't have an impact on the market as some of the fund managers try and squeeze out a few percentage point gains um, for at the, the halfway stage of the year. Uh, Chantal Marks of uh, F&B Wealth and Investment is with me in studio and in a minute we'll hear her views on what is actually driving the positive market sentiment. But first let's look at some leading indicators. The JSE All Share is up 2.4%. The top 40 uh, 2.54% now showing there with NASPAS increasing or jumping by 3.7%. Resources uh, 2.3% higher, industrials gain 2.5%, financials up nearly 3%, while the gold index is up nearly 1%. Um, let's look at world markets uh, in uh, London, the um, uh, FTSE 100 is uh, nearly 0.8% higher. The DAX is 1.5% up, while the CAC 40 has gained 1.3%. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Shanghai index uh, rose by more than 2%. Uh, the Nikkei gained 0.2%, while the Hang Seng gained 1.6%. Let's uh, look at some individual shares that caught the eye. Uh, banks uh, and financial shares um, are pretty strong. First Rand gained 5%. Exaro up 5 5.1%. Uh, Mr. Price also gained more than 5%. Northern up 4.8%. Barclays Africa 4.6%. And Barlow World 3.7%. Naspers also, as I've mentioned before, gained 3.7%. On the downside, El Mutual down 1.6%. Distel also down 1%, while Toho Sun lost 0.5%. Let's look at some of the commodities. Uh, the gold price currently is $1,250.83. Uh, Brent crude uh, slightly higher at $78.37. The platinum price down under $850 an ounce, $848.39 US cents. And on the capital market, the R186 is currently trading at 8.86%. Uh, on the currency market, uh, one US dollar would cost 13 rand 73 Against the pound, uh, you'll pay 18 rand and 5 cents, and uh, a euro will cost 15 rand and 99 cents. One bitcoin is $5,912, or 80, uh, no, I don't have the number for rand. And that brings me to Chantal. Chantal, welcome to the show. Uh, we see a pretty positive uh, start, well, end to the week, end of the month, end of the first six months of the year. Uh, is this just the, the financial closeout or what is at play here? Yeah, well, I think that there's a lot of bargain hunting at the moment in the system and slightly more risk-off behavior exhibited by investors worldwide. Um, we know that the EU signed an agreement on on what to do with the migrant situation in that area. So um, the the risk of a big blowout and Italy actually moving to, to remove themselves from the EU a lot lower. Um, but bargain hunting certainly coming through in China which we know entered a bear market this week officially. Um, but the last two days have been exceptionally strong for that market. Um, that is a good thing for Tencent. It's a good thing for commodity producers. And um, yeah, Nasbash and the mines up. Well, just look at uh, China. Um, a bear market is down around 20% from 52-week highs. 
Um, they have really suffered from this uh, potential trade war with, war with the U.S. South Africa, we, we saw some weakness in the currency, but the share market is not down that much. Um, does that show that there are more opportunities in, in China or that uh, we are slightly more protected here in South Africa? Well, I mean, here in South Africa, we are a bit more protected because we have a rand hedge. Uh, we've got like a hand, rand hedge portion of the market. It's almost 50% of the market is, is hedged against the rand. So when um, you'll just see a split. So you would have seen that the, the SA Inc. shares were actually heavily sold down during this the, during this quarter, whereas rand hedges um, stayed up relatively well. So for, on, on a net-net basis, uh, we're a little bit more protected. Um, China, I think, really came under pressure because of their direct involvement in this in this trade story. Um, a tit-for-tat trade war between China and the U.S. won't be good for, for anyone. Um, and I think that the, the number that's been bandied around in the market is that it could attract up to 1% from from growth and that is huge um, China is such a big machine and it, we're so dependent on China to continue dr- growing um, at the levels that it is growing in order for the the world economy to remain buoyant and for economic growth to be maintained more at more or less current levels so a percentage point decline in the GDP growth rate there is is cat- catastrophic having said that uh, the, the, the 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 converse is also true if they some sanity prevails in between uh, the US president and China, we can see a quick turnaround. Yeah, absolutely. And especially in emerging markets that have been very much influenced by this risk off sentiment um, that has been dominating financial markets for the last three months at least. Um, There is still growth in emerging markets. We are still positive on commodity prices at current levels and it should be supportive of of emerging market economies and currencies and markets. So hopefully that that resolution comes through because we still want to benefit a little bit from global, that global cyclical upturn um, before we see the U.S. actually slowing down quite a bit over the next few years. Um, I think that yield curve has kind of leveled out. So concerns around the possibility of recession entering that market over the next three years and that's spilling out towards the rest of the market. So sooner rather than later, please, Mr. Trump. Well, hopefully uh, your words turn uh, becomes true. But let's look at the uh, the financials on the market. I like the banks. Um, they Barclays up four point seven percent. First rand currently uh, has gained just over five percent. Um, have they been oversold? Yeah, it seems as if they were heavily oversold when bond yields kind of uh, collapsed towards over nine percent, and and the rand actually moved closer to to fourteen rand. Um, a little bit of of fear entering the system there, and. And uh, concerns that the, the SA economic recovery had derailed a little bit or actually never occurred the way that the market wanted it to. Um, but banks were oversold to the point where they were in single digit PEs, dividend yields well above 5 6%. Barclays, I think, even even approaching a 7% forward dividend yield at one point. Um, and then certainly out of the banks, First Rand was sold off the most. So um, any kind of expected recovery uh, would probably benefit that name uh, the most as well. Now, the bank sector or the bank index um, is up 4%, which is a significant jump for that sector. But 
the noise affecting that sector is not quieting down. Um, do you think you know, we're at a turning point or is it still a wait-and-see game? Well, hopefully the third quarter will bring slightly better news. Uh, we do expect an improvement in um, economic growth to come through. Hopefully um, some of the very negative data prints that we saw in the second quarter kind of abate a little bit moving into the third quarter. And um, we'll be keeping a very close eye on, on PMIs business confidence um, and and hopefully we'll will when when growth starts coming through in the second quarter which we do expect um, the the market will be a little bit more relaxed about the banking sector yeah, well, I have to wait and see it's such an important sector in South Africa not a lot of corporate news out today but the big one everybody's been waiting for is Steinoff results um, after uh, all of that since December last year when everything imploded at Steinhoff. Um, we haven't seen one significant number out of Steinhoff regarding their current financial position. Those results are due later today. What can we expect and do you think we'll be able to see clearly exactly what the extent of the uh, shenanigans uh, are? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've been waiting now for for. for six months or well over six months for for any kind of idea of what's going on on the balance sheet uh, we've had some sales reports come through so we know the top line the top line is still expanding a little bit and operationally um or well at least from a sales perspective things seem to still be going moving ahead um in those operating entities um but we've had no idea what's going on in the balance sheet that six billion rand um, figure has been floating around since December, but we now understand it is actually quite a bit more. Um, and I think what we want to know is what is actually left of this business? What is the book value going to be? Is there still any value? And then is it still a going concern? Um, what, what I think we'll get a much better idea today. Um, and hopefully once we can quantify it, um, we can better price this this asset because at the moment, I think it's at, at what is it, one rand 20 or something something like that. I mean, we, we don't even know if that is a fair valuation for the stock. There's so much risk priced in at the moment. Um, and hopefully when we get the numbers, we can make a much better assessment and actually tell tell the poor souls who are still invested in sign-off um, what they can expect going forward and what they should be doing at this point in time. I think they did put out a statement just confirming that they're releasing results tonight or this afternoon. Um, and then they also um, just mentioned that they did receive support from, from creditors again. So at least that's something i guess yeah the share price is uh, one rand 21 um, unchanged for the day yeah. um, but uh, volumes are, are are high um obviously at that share price it is high um, but it's actually just turned into a very speculative stock yeah. um and and i don't think you should read anything into a, a, a share price change on on this one rand 21 cents uh, price yeah particularly today and it's what's also going to be interesting is whether or not Steinoff actually decide to release the, those results before or after market close um i think if it's after market close then at least guys will have some time to digest those numbers before monday but we could see even more volatility and more volume in that stock should they release, let's say, well, be, but any kind of time before five. Yeah, I don't think anyone should expect a fairy tale there. <laughs> but uh, and then Sabanya Stillwater, another interesting story. A, a U.S. law firm has filed a class action suit against Sabanya on behalf of shareholders who bought shares in the company between April 2017 and last week. Um, and during this period, the share price actually tanked by 75%. And uh, the law firm, firm Bernstein Liebhardt says, Sabanya Stillwater was never quite clear and honest with shareholders 
um, as to their uh, priority regarding safety, and that that is that is the reason why the share price has um, you know been hit so hard. Yeah, I mean, list in the U.S. at your own peril. You're going to open yourself up to to lawsuits like this. Um, but I think what so so in part the share price, uh, the reduction in the share price was due to the rights the rights offer um, that they made in order to finance the purchase of Stillwater. Um, but certainly over the last couple of months, the share price has come under a lot of pressure, probably in part due to a pretty soft platinum price, but then also because of the fatality rate in its South African gold mines. It has been unprecedented. It has been so high. Apparently, half of all mining fatalities in South Africa this year so far has been from Sabanya mines, which is completely unacceptable. Um, and and they actually stand stand a chance to be in big trouble with the mining, with the Department of Mineral Resources. And also what happens is not only is this just wrong from a human and ethical perspective, but you also have a safety stoppage every single time there's a fatality and you've got a prolonged safety stoppage and you have a, um, you've got an investigation. And all of that does affect productivity and it will affect their output. So it's not only it, it's, it affects them on so many different levels. And I think that these investors are just over it. They don't want to hear any more excuses and um, they're going to they're going to push their luck and see if they can they can get anything from the company in um, in compensation. I wouldn't hold my breath, though. How, how successful are these class action suits? Uh, you know, for in uh, an example like this, where there has been some, uh, you know, say safety concerns or untransparent communication regarding a certain critical element of a business, and then a class action suit um, that followed a drop in the share price. How common is it, and how successful? Are those actions? Yeah, I actually don't don't know, but um, I, what I can what I what I can imagine is that if they if they're actually bringing something like this, there must have been some level of success or some expectation of success um, emanating from such a such an action. So I'm sure it's happened in the past, and I'm sure there's been successes. Otherwise, this one wouldn't wouldn't be happening. Well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much, Chantal Marks. She's the head of equity research at FNB Wealth and Investment. Well, that's unfortunately we all have time for today. And this show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saika.co.za. And that's it for this edition of The Midday Show. Thank you for tuning in. 